Hello, greetings, and of course, good day, mate. Welcome to Nerds Paradise and to another amazing episode of the Comic Thoughts podcast. I am the Howlett to Hound. Of course, you can call me Hound or Connor. And today I'm joined by the lovely, he's going to be that way, I'm pretty sure, Ashraf. How are you doing, friend? What's up, everyone? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Mm, Always, always. (laughs) How are you, Connor? I'm good. I'm good. I've had a day. I've been to the gym, sorted out some some pre-orders. Got a got a got a new got a Night Brother from um, Jedi Fallen Order. Night yeah. Brother. What, a, um, a, a, why does it look like Darth Maul? <laughs> it's the well, same species. So yeah, he's a he's a Zabrak from Dathomir. Yeah, right. So yes, uh, specifically the Night Brother Archer. Uh, there's also a Night Brother Warrior. I got on layby down at EB Games Ingle Farm. Asajj Ventress can like get it. Hmm? Asajj Ventress can get it. Asajj Ventress? Asajj? Asajj Ventress. You don't even know her name. It's been a while since I watched a show, right? I've watched all seven seasons. Uh, Remember for a short time Netflix produced the last season and then now it's like they pretend that Netflix had nothing to do with the show. I didn't know that. I'm not caught up in everything. Yeah, I, um, I've watched that. I watched all the Bad Batch. I've watched Bad Kenobi. Uh, I watched Solo for the first time, um, and I am currently watching Rebels, which I actually have my Canaan uh, right here. Canaan. Yes. Do you think um, what's his face will play Canaan in live action, or do you think that actually cast a brown guy, not Freddie Prince Jr. or Freddie Prince? Senior, I have no. Please, Keenan. It's not Freddie Prince Junior, is it? Is it? I don't know. I haven't checked that yet. Yeah, it's Freddie Prince Junior. I'm, I'm saying it right now. I am it's true. So I, maybe I do know. I'm so Star Wars overloaded at the moment. Like I said, I watched all of Clone Wars. That's seven seasons. I watched yeah. the seven seasons of television. Then there's Bad Batch. Then there's Kenobi, which is a full season. Then there's currently Rebels, which I'm almost through season one. And then there's the Solo movie in the middle. And I did watch Revenge of the Sith in between all that. So that's like two movies and like ten seasons of television in my brain and yeah. a video game that I'm halfway through. Like I, I have so much Star Wars in my head. I don't know what's real or not anymore. You, you <laughs> could do a scan of my brain and you wouldn't find my brain. I think I've said this joke before. Yeah, you, you find crumpled up sheet music. You look at people and then you're confused as why they don't look like Star Wars Clone Wars models. And negotiations were short. <laughs> uh, but yes. And I can. Yeah. And I can. Is that your is that your impression of, of Obi Wan? It's my impression of uh, Ewan McGregor, Alec Guinness, and uh, James Arnold Taylor all oh, rolled into one. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. The Death Watch. There, uh, you must be very proud. Mm-hmm. Not- <laughs> a more elegant weapon from a more civilized time. <laughs> Why aren't you? Why weren't you playing Obi Wan in the new series? Yeah, I don't know. I that would have. That would waiting for my call. That yeah. only would have made people more upset with the series. Which, honestly, hot take. I liked Kenobi. I liked the series. I don't know if that's a hot take. Honestly, um, yeah, I, you know, it what? feels Fuck like it. It. Yeah. it. It feels like it sometimes. I like it. I like it. You I know, uh, we just have to like reconfirm that no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. But this is true. And I feel like sometimes it's a double-edged sword because when you say that, it's very easy to like uh, dust off actual criticism with, with that kind of statement. But also, unfortunately, 
yes, no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. So it's like this weird double-edged sword of like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's as well. Um, yeah, I was going to save that for later on, just talk about what we've been watching. I, I it was a, yeah. it felt like a natural topic. Yeah, because that's what you did last weekend, so fuck it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's what I've been doing last weekend, the weekend before, and this weekend, and probably the uh, weekend coming up. When when do you play D and D then? Uh, I haven't been able to. Well, Sundays every 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 uh, second Sunday, we haven't been able to do D and D because not everyone's gotten me their character sheet yet. Uh, but <laughs> who are you talking to? Is, is it me and Sam? <laughs> no, no, I no one's going to be out of here. That no matter how much yeah. I yell at the ether, my, my, my players, I still got, I think two players still have to get me a character sheet, um, uh, before okay. we can do the, the next session. We're doing a series of like one shots where we're like each session is going to be a, a different theme. The first one's going to be uh, Western horror mm-hmm. fantasy. Um, cool. So is it be, still set in D and D world, or it's set in the same world as like the typical fantasy stuff in in in, in the world that we've got? Ethernel uh, Eth- uh, is what I'm calling it. Okay. Is what the is sort it of like guns? Is. I hope there's no guns. There's 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 firearms, but it's like you know old western type stuff. Guns are so fucking OP in D and D. Yeah, they I can guess... be. You're gonna find the right balancing. Let me put it like this: D and D is not five E, especially not the most balanced game. Like let's be uh. real. It's not a balanced game. It's not about the combat anyway for me. It's just a role playing. It's anyway. it's storytelling. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I no, I've been doing board game days with with my players until I can get all their character sheets. So we played had a board oh. game game yesterday. We played Herd Mentality. We played Cosmic Encounter. We played Red Dragon Inn. Okay, yeah, yeah, that Good makes time. sense. So last weekend I <laughs> went drinking with Sam on Friday after the the uh anti-abortion rally which was huge it's like five thousand people the, the the anti-abortion rally don't you mean I, the come pro, i said anti-abortion the pro-abortion, pro-abortion rally pro-abortion rally the what a prudence thank is, you thank you for catching yeah, that that is such a such a major it's it's yeah. funny how much like a, a just one word can completely yeah. change and fuck up everything i i do this all the time by accident like say the the worst possible thing. I like, just mix up the fucking words. So so like you went drinking with Sam after the end, uh, the pro abortion round. Yeah, he almost did it as well. Yeah, again, yeah, pro, yeah. The and, phrase uh, pro abortion sounds weird, doesn't it? Pro abortion. Yeah, is that why? Yeah, uh, it sounds well, weird, doesn't it? So useful protesting against something, right? I guess we're protesting against the 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 chance that uh the the current uh movements of countries currently yeah uh yeah basically taking women's rights away from them yeah yeah it's it's fucked um yeah it was a huge fucking rally we just we ground the city into a halt like for like two hours for sure like five thousand people i've never seen we did yeah we we had we i saw that to see you there yeah you did see i was gonna say you were at that rally and you I said your message saying we just found parking and then like an hour later you said, Yeah, I saw you at the rally, but I didn't come say hi. I'm like, I fucking know this. <laughs> I was really busy. It's it's a rally I, that I I, I don't know if I said this last part because I, I helped build the rally. It's like it's from you know, it's me and my me and my friends who made who called it anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, so good. I was just going around doing contact stuff. Brian was there. Uh yeah, Brian was there for a short time. I did run into her just by sheer like happenstance she saw me and my mum we had to sort of start moving because like candace needed us to stop at the shop for her um oh, i don't yeah. know how well you can hear that bird going up his nut right now you don't know what sorry 
I don't know how well you can hear that bird going up his nose. Uh, we can always hear the bird. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if you knew that. Every podcast we can hear the bird. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so much. Archie, shut your face. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Just, uh, just so you know, I, I like, I like hearing the bird. I don't mind it. I think people <laughs> like hearing the bird as well. <laughs> um, if you want the bird, Ashraf, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the bird. The bird's a good guest. Oh, he attacked the shit out of me the other day. Oh, why is he so angry? Why is the bird so angry? Uh, we don't know. He gets everything he wants, everything he wants, and he's still an angry, angry, angry bird. I can, I can feel you're about to make a joke about the game. Angry birds! Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, didn't, I, I, I felt, I felt two that. Two together. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's funny. I didn't mean. I didn't even mean to say that, and I just like Ashraf gonna make no, a bad. No, no, yeah, no, 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 that's my angry impression. Um, it, it's yeah. as accurate as your everyone impression. <laughs> it's uh, on and on. Sat- I mean, after so I went drinking with Sam. You got yeah. you got super drunk. I got really drunk. I I think that was my first time trying absinthe. I I don't know. It tasted familiar. So Sam got Sam got me absinthe. I took me a while to shake it off. But then Sam and Anisa were dying after that because Sam actually bought Anisa the absinthe. Anisa was there as well. And also, initially, um, Sam didn't reply to my message, like on whether or not like he was at the cranker or whatever. Turns out he was. I didn't even see him. We were both at the same place for hours. And we didn't see each other. I think you need to get your eyes checked, mate. <laughs> yeah, I guess both of us do. Because fucking we were at the cranker for three hours and apparently he was there since 3 p.m. So I don't know. And um, yeah, and then he he came to my house and uh, annoyed me and Anisa and then went home. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's not here today in this podcast, but uh, he'll be he'll be back soon. He's just uh, some- yeah. Sam is on. We we didn't address that in the intro, by the way. Sam's yeah. not here. I'm I'm sure we don't need to address it because it's quite obvious that he's not here. Yeah, uh, he is uh in Tahiti at the moment, which I hear it's a magical place. <laughs> Man, those were the days when when fucking. Agents of Shield was a show that I watched on TV. Then what happened? Then fucking Trump got elected and COVID happened. Then the no Agents of Shield was still on television even when Trump was around, my dude. Yeah, I know. And there then, are and, so many things we can blame, but we could we can be then, mad at Donald Trump for. But I don't think. Agents and then of we Shield. still have COVID. We still have Trump, not as president, but he's still around. But Agents of Shield's over. Did you expect him to die before Agents of Shield was over? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I thought when when they say it's all connected, that's what they meant. You know no, how? Anyway, know. they did actually do another "It's All Connected" post today on, I believe, Instagram or Facebook. Like Marvel Studios posted up um, pictures of uh, like a like a yeah, the Marvel Netflix stuff with yeah. a with po- like a board that has like all the lines going from picture to picture. What's the point of make like a graphic designer doing all going through all that effort when they're just gonna decanonize it anyway? Because it was two separate parts of the company. Marvel Studios, who was highly successful, and Marvel Television, who was being run by an idiot, and the guy who was... But now it's just one part now. There's it is now, TV. and the guy who was running Marvel Television, I think, no longer works for the company, and he and Kevin Feige did not get along. Yeah. So that's why. He, he basically was... Basically yeah, but I, I, know, I know that, and we've talked about that in the podcast before. I'm just saying, what's the point of making like a... a that going through that effort of making like an it's all connected post when in I mean, probably they, like a year or so... This, some aspects of the Marvel Netflix stuff will be decanonized. It could be recanonized. Like we do have Charlie Cox. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm not we saying all have... of it. I'm, I'm saying some parts of the Marvel Netflix stuff will be decanonized for sure. 
I no, we, we could like I I wouldn't be surprised because um Vincent Ofrio has been very adamant that it's the same character, and if it's the same kingpin from Daredevil, then that would inherently mean that like uh, you, you have, have a, you have like a different view when the last time we talked about this. The last time we talked about the, the I said yeah I, I I I am playing devil's advocate here. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying they could absolutely de. I know I know that I'm I'm on. I'm on team. Everything should be connected. I'm just saying, it's like that's not what's going to happen. It could happen. Either version could happen. Um, I wouldn't be against them. No, I wouldn't be against it either. Either option. I don't think either yeah. option. I, I, I just think it's dumb that the events of Defenders happen and none of the Avengers cared about what the fuck was going on in New York. Uh, when did Defenders happen? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, twenty seventeen, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, that was when it came out, 2017, right? 2018. Is it? 2018. No, 2018. Oh, okay, well, whatever. Let's not 20, talk about 20, 2018 was the year that all four Marvels, uh, that Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Daredevil all got a new season. 2017 was when Iron Fist happened and then Defenders happened. Yeah. And yeah. Punisher had its first season, I believe, in 2017. Yeah, okay, it's 2017. So, okay, I don't want to talk about fucking Avengers. <laughs> point is, uh, yeah. the Avengers weren't around, really. There was Iron Man, there was Vision, and there was Spider-Man. Iron Man lives in fucking New York. He should have done something. How do we know? He, he wasn't even in New York. Around the same time Defenders happened, Homecoming happened. So he, Iron Man was quite literally... Like, that was half New the York in Homecoming. Homecoming. <laughs> he shows up for one scene. Yeah. Fucking stupid. And a, like one building collapses and Iron Man shows. Why? Up. Why doesn't Spider Man do something then? Because he's off fighting Vulture. Yeah, you can you can do something. You should have done something. You're you're one of those people who you're you remind me of those people who are like, where's Iron Man when they were watching uh, uh the Winter Soldier? I mean, it it makes sense why Iron Man didn't show up because like the events of Winter Soldier happened so quickly. But like that's the thing: the events of Defenders happened over a what, like a week? Oh, that's a long time. Winter Soldier happened like over the course of like two days. <laughs> it makes sense that Iron Man didn't show up to deal with this ninja cult if he didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, the thing is, the Avengers don't live in DC. Avengers live in New York. <laughs> Upstate. Yeah, it's not fucking New York. You know? <laughs> Upstate, and he's an international Iron Man. It's even in one of the comics are called International Iron Man. He's not. He, 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 New York. he goes all the way around the world. Oh, the rest of the Avengers then. Fucking Vision. What the fuck is he doing? Off, off breaking the rules and falling in love with Scarlet Witch. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, that's that's, well, like, that's when Defenders came out. Who knows when it take, took place, you know? Tw- likely 2017. A lot of Marvel stuff is... Until Endgame, really. Okay, so... This week, Thor is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> why isn't Iron Man in that? <laughs> yeah, why isn't Iron Man in that? Also, um, what do you think is going to happen in Thor: Love and Thunder? Uh, I, I don't. When you wrote this topic, I actually thought to myself, "What can I say now that I haven't already said?" And I honestly don't think there's anything I can say because I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I actually don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I have some. I have some questions that will. Okay, go ahead. That, that that'll spur you. They're not going to reference the Necrosword for sure, right? They're not. They will. He's using it. No. Yeah. He's just using like a fucking sword. No, he's, they're going to reference it. Okay. Um, I, they're not going to reference the symbiote stuff, and or no. Uh, if they do, it'll be a post-credit scene. No, they won't. They won't reference it at all because it's fucking Spider-Man shit, and it's also a retcon anyway. It's like we don't know that 
it was it was connected to now or the symbiotes until like I'm I'm pr- I'm pretty confident that, the that that they might they won't I say no I'll bet you a dollar they won't that that's a dollar that you might do you think do you think or... it's called the necrosword or do you think it's just called the god killer or whatever I don't know I don't know what they'll call it, it might take them a while for them to really dive down into it because the idea of they call it um, gargantra. Gar- you gotta remember there is a, there Gargantua. are symbiotes in the MCU, not just in the Marvel there's a drip. multiverse. There's, there's a, a there's a little drip that will turn into a full symbiote uh, eventually. Uh, symbiote. No, that's what I am, Ashraf. Um, think about <laughs> it if you're gonna get the joke. Anyway, um, yeah, I I think they could because he he is so it is connected to Null in like with the comics it is connected. Yeah, but that was a later addition. Yeah, and this movie is being made after that edition yeah. was made. <laughs> like, it's like, come now. Winter it's not Soldier a, was the it's second. Not even the story. same writer who, who wrote that run. Bloody hell, Winter Soldier. Yeah, was a retcon. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah, it's then it's now like such an in, in, inherently important part to the MCU, the Winter Soldier stuff. You're right. <laughs> so a retcon in the comics is one of the most important storytelling elements it's what spurs on uh, the death yeah. of howard stark it's what, what spurs on a whole bunch of changes in the mcu a bunch of um changes in how hydra got into power they use the winter soldier a bunch the stuff with the avengers being broken up without the winter soldier retcon in the comics a big portion of the mcu doesn't work the way it does so it's just, the, it's just the fact that like it's, it's donny cates who added that that edition, yeah that like all of this stuff is connected to the sword and it's like that's not jason aaron's intent for it anyway uh, well, he, Jason and then Aaron same thing. Same, really, you're right. It's the same thing with Bucky. J- Jason Aaron made a cool sword, and then Donny yeah. Cage was like, "Oh, cool. Let's let's That's, add some I'll, I'll connect it to my original character now." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> it's just cool. that, like I, I I find that it's like I don't know. I I just feel like they won't they won't even like reference that stuff in in this film anyway. They may not, but like I said, if they do, it'll probably be a post credit scene. Yeah, I, I don't think they, they might link that. it back to No Way Home again. There's a symbiote. Uh, and I don't out. think they'll even do that. Like post credits, they could. They could, and like that's the thing. I'm saying they could, not that they will. Uh, do you, Do you think Gore is one and done? Yes, because Gore was one and done. Part of what makes Gore great is that he's one and done in the comics. Yeah, you're right. I agree. He shows up. He gets killed. Uh, but his the importance of Gore is one how close he was to victory. Uh, to the actual discussion of Godwood that surrounds the character. Uh, and three, how it affects Thor for years to come. Those were the things that made... Now, I'm not going to say that those are going to be all the elements they use Gore for in this, because, again, this is not the same story as the comics, and therefore does not need to have the exact same everything. Uh, but I think Gore being one and done will be one of those cases where I go, there we go, I'm fine with that. That's cool. Me too. Um, yeah, I do regret them. Like, uh, Yeah, it depends on the villain. The, the, depends. Like it, it does. There's more story to tell. Zemo still being I, I around. Like that would make sense. Ultron right. still being like here's the thing. Like Zemo, Loki, those characters still being around makes sense. Characters like Ultron not being around really again makes sense as well. Like there are just characters Disney. you don't need to bring back. I still think the biggest loss was Malekith. I yeah, dude. I, I was gonna say the same thing. I was uh, uh, like, that's what I was gonna say just now. I was gonna say like it's it's a shame they they use Malekith for one shit film and then never brought him back because like he. He does the War of Realms and everything, and he's like he's a huge deal in the comics and everything. Then again, we never saw a body. 
We don't know what happened to yeah. Malekith, really. He could come back mega powerful later on. You know? But I feel like they did that same thing with Mandarin, and I feel like you can't do that with everyone Well, else. they didn't really do that same thing with Mandarin. <laughs> it's like... It's not the same did, thing. Oh, yeah, they did a shit version the first time. Don't worry, the real one's coming. And yeah, the it's like, I get like a shit version, but it's like, don't worry, the real market is coming. The worst part is about that Mandarin twist from Iron Man 3... I, 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 like, here's the thing. I don't mind the way they did it in the movie. I, I, I love the concept, though, of, oh, we use the face of a Middle Eastern terrorist to push our, our, our idea forward, but the real terror was the rich white guy living in America who was pushing and funding this entire operation. Like, I love that, abs- I love that, that switch up because there is a sort of, or sometimes the, the greatest evil is the one inside, not the one yeah. coming from outside. The enemy within. Even, yeah, the enemy within. Even though what you fear is the thing that's, you know, that's alien and outside. I, I, I think conceptually, and even in some of the way they did it, it's, it's actually a really good twist. It just so happens that they use the Mandarin, who's such a beloved. I want You know what? I don't think the Mandarin is a beloved villain. I Absolutely. honestly don't think... The fucking Chinese stereotype. It was offensive yeah. when they created it, and still kind of offensive until... Like many versions of it later, where someone tried to make it more cool and more like tasteful, <laughs> and like but, it wasn't really that tasteful until the version of that appears in Shang Chi. Honestly, I, I actually I think the one from Iron Man Armored Armored Avengers is, Adventures is okay. Is, is okay. See, you know, I was I was thinking about that version as well, but at the same time, it's like eh. <laughs> it's like I, I like the version of Shang Chi even more than that. Oh yeah, I like it even more. Yeah. But I think you know that Armored Adventures one was fine, but again. Like unless like you're not really gonna. I don't really think as, but there's so many people were angry about it, and I I would I'd still look at it like yeah. But did you did you care that much about the Mandarin no. going into this? Well, comics comics fans are pretty bigoted and racist, so you know I might you know they might they might have cared about it. They're like where's the racist Fu Manchu stereotype? <laughs> wait, wait, just just so we're clear, we're painting with broad strokes, folks. If you're a comic fan, we don't we don't think you're inherently bigoted and racist. I do. <laughs> I do. I do uh, think you're racist. Uh, I'm the only normal one. Yep. See, there we go. If that's any proof, by I'm the, the way, exception. Uh, just gonna put up like a thing added in. Uh, Ashraf's point of view do not yeah, reflect no. that of. It's uh, fucking factual. Fuck all of you assholes. Go <laughs> <laughs> we'll touch grass. Christ. And take a shot. What does that even fucking mean? Yeah. What's like, happening to your door? Well, go go touch grass. Does that mean like go get connected with reality? Go outside. Yeah, what's happening to your door? Who's opening your door? My dog opened my door. Damn, your dog is smart. His, my door was ajar. Uh, yeah. Happy. Um, yeah. Okay, so there's some. There's a few questions that also I wanted to ask you about Thor. Um, okay, do you think ahead. both Thors will survive? Yes. Do you think um, Jane will have more stories to tell? Yes. Do you think uh, Chris Hemsworth's Thor will retire? Not yet. Do you think well i guess this is like turning to rapid fire fucking questions um yeah i think chris hemsworth's store chris hemsworth still seems pretty passionate about the character and i, I, I think there's stories to tell there's like they're not finished telling every cool thor story for sure i think as long as they keep the character moving forward in an interesting direction they keep a good creative team so taika watiti they keep like this train moving the way it has been going, I think it's quite easy for them, to, for Chris Hemsworth to go, yeah, I'll do another one. 
Yeah. I think we could see Thor eventually. Here's the thing, right? I don't know if we'll ever see Thor die. I think there's a good chance what we'll see is we'll see in the future old man or no not old man because that's a different connotation like king thor like old gray beard king thor yeah i mean and um, if they're if that thing on. if they're adapting the god butcher storyline we, we should we might see it because that's the closest thing to yeah. a set future that the marvel universe has almost ever had is that is that future because that's the one that's the most one it's also the furthest in away from our main timeline so it's the one that we could most easily say is a timeline that could exist um, within the Marvel universe because they because they constantly they go back to that one so much and they haven't given it its own name yet really because there's like oh there's the old man timeline there's the 2099 timeline mm-hmm. but this this future Thor timeline hasn't really got a name in a lot of ways it's almost at least within the Thor comics is implied to be no this is basically the future that we're yeah. heading towards um, and yeah, I always liked that malleable it's always malleable in the Marvel universe. Plus, you've also got to remember, like, at this point in time, like, the, uh, the attire that, that Hemsworth Thor is wearing is 90s King Thor, when Thor was, like, King of Asgard, back yeah. before Ragnarok happened. So... Yeah. That again, could be... I can never predict where they're going with these things anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it does go... The... Here's the thing. If they go Thor 5 and 6 are Jane Foster's story, and Hemsworth's Thor starts showing up in other contexts, like, I would not be surprised if their plan is... Loki season two, Thor shows up and helps. Like Chris Hemsworth, Thor shows up. I would love, I mean, again, it's like I can't predict that shit, but like I would think in my mind that they would have to meet in in some circumstance, right? Be it like the main timeline for or some variant of Thor, it has to meet Loki. I would be cool. I would love if Loki shows up to like, yeah. like it's like after Thor, like maybe this could be a post credit scene. Like where else would you do a reference to Loki season two? And I would love, I would love if they manage to keep that a secret. <laughs> I would love it if Loki shows up being like, hi, look, I'm, I'm, I'm me, but I'm not me, me. I'm not your me. Uh, I need help. <laughs> yeah, it'd be crazy. And, and it'd Thor be who is just like, like imagine if it's like the second last episode Stinger. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I I would I'd be down for it. I mean, I'm down for a lot of things when it comes to Thor and Loki. They're you know some of my favorite Hem- characters. Hemsworth did voice the Frog Thor in season one. Yeah, That's Frog true. Thor. Zing Pop Culture has a, a pop vinyl of Frog Thor in the container, and there are very few pop vinyl like um, that I uh, would like. want to get. Yeah, but that one's actually pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Fair enough. Um, you think Loki's in this film? Again, if he is, it's a post-credit scene. Do you? Or it's a flashback to young Loki. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. it does look like they're in a flashback to young Thor. Um, do you think Valkyrie's uh, sexuality will be confirmed in this film at all? Like her bisexuality? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I like. I'm, I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a, a, a swing here. Uh, I, I would not be surprised if canonically all Asgardians are bisexual. Maybe. Um, like, like let, let me put it like this. I, I could guarantee all of Athens, all of the Greek gods are probably bisexual in, 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 in some kind of canon. That's not painting with broad strokes. If you're, if you're from Athens, or if you're a Greek god, or if you're a Nordic god, we don't think that we're painting you with a broad brush and saying you're this something is the guy, 
All right. My my dude, Ashraf, you just said all comic fans were racist. Bitch. I know that's the gonna... joke. <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh, what? Pick a side, man. <laughs> um. Do you think Lady Sif will appear? Yes. Do you think she'll die? No. Do you think she'll do much? No. Me neither. I Sad, think if she shows up, she'll probably play more of a role in the future film, possibly even in, again, Loki season two. Because it's the, it's the only MCU... He was in, she was in pro- Loki season one. Yeah. yeah. She's, it's the only MCU Disney Plus project that isn't what if to get a second season. It's the only live action one to have a confirmed second season. So I wouldn't be surprised if they put a bit more, all right, cool. This is, this is the train that we can get on board and just go with. Right. So they might have like, yeah, they'll have Sith, they'll have Thor, they'll have this, they'll have that. It's going to be the story that helps like uh, flesh out Kang more. So, Do you think that Valkyrie is girlfriend, girlfriend with Captain Marvel? No. Do you th- oh, yeah. Yeah. If they confirm it, fine. I don't care. That doesn't I, affect me. I, don't I would mind. love it. I would love it if they're together. Like I like I I don't think my phrasing is like I don't care is and like it doesn't matter like you know what fair enough I I just don't think it would affect my love or dislike of either character and I don't dislike either character but my love or my lack of love either way for either character would not be affected if it turns out they were in a relationship. I'm a bit upset that they cut out um, the the scene that confirmed the bisexuality like Valkyries isn't in it, from Thor Ragnarok. I am so I I think they should put it back in and. Uh, salvaging. I mean, like, if they can't do that, it'll be cool if Valkyrie and Captain Marvel are like a couple because, like, um, Bill Larson I, thinks that's a fun. That's a fun idea to do, and it, it seems like in in the opening of Miss Marvel, it seems like there's chemistry there, and especially like Miss Marvel's wearing a shirt with them holding hands. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I know it's, it's like it's, it's a theory. It's a commentary on shipping and everything. I am, by the way, one episode behind at the moment. I haven't. Watched oh, that, I'm talking about yet. stuff in the first. Yeah, episode. I know, I know. I just want to put it out before you like stumble onto something. I am one no, episode no, no, behind. I, we're, we're not going to talk about uh, it. again. Uh, I'm not going to say it's her fault, but my mother. I watch all the Disney Plus stuff with my mother, yeah. and I haven't been able to nail her down to sit down and really watch this together. So, I think um, that's a show that it pays to you know, watch all at once. I don't know. I guess all you can say that for all the Marvel shows, but like, uh, this has been particularly like a bit slow to like wind up. Not saying it's bad or anything. I'm just saying like episode one felt like episode zero and then like the rest of the show. You guys keep saying that episode one gave us everything the first episode should give us. But I didn't feel like reading a first issue of a comic book. It read, it felt like reading issue zero of a comic book. It felt exactly like reading issue one of a comic book. Issue Except zero of a comic issue, book didn't issue exist. Issue one until... of the actual comic book had more stuff in it. <laughs> issue zero is essentially issue one, just with a different name. No, I mean, like, uh, imagine imagine comics that have an issue zero. Like, the, the stuff yes, that happened... Yes, I am imagining... Yeah. That's its context. No, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying for the like, comic to work. Reading the actual that Marvel, is comic number issue one. number one. I don't care what they say. Yeah. If you if you tell me that Civil War Two's issue zero wasn't important to the Civil War Two story, you're an idiot. It is. It's reading material that's needed to understand the context of the next eight issues. Yeah, so like, therefore, it's issue one. That like <laughs> for example, Dark Crisis or like Rebirth number one, like like a number zero sort of comic like that. It's not. Like you can skip that if you're short on cash and just like go to number one. And but it's not that it, that it shouldn't be called such and such zero. It should be given a different name. Yeah, it's I not know. issue zero makes zero sense. 
No, it makes sense. It's like it's just like a prologue, you know. That this episode felt like a prologue. Like the actual number one issue of Captain Marvel. Why do we name things number one if they're not the first in the series? It didn't feel like a number one to me. I'm saying the episode didn't feel like number one. It is a number one. It, yeah, it didn't feel like it, it to me. It does everything. It's a fucking opinion, mean. Jesus. <laughs> and I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> So, so you don't care. You don't care if Captain Marvel and Valkyrie are together. I, I were you upset that they cut out by the bisexual scene and from uh... as a bisexual man? No, no. Yeah, as a bi- I, I will, I will give it the confirmation from from the B of the LGBT community. Mm, I don't care. <laughs> Again, I speak for all I wanna, the Bs. I don't, I don't speak for the bar. Ls. I don't speak for the Gs. I don't speak for the Ts. I speak for the Bs. The boy, the birds, and the bees. The boy. I am the boy in LGBT community. That's what I. Uh, I guess I'm out of Thor questions. You excited for Wednesday? Uh, I'm. I'm excited for Thor's day, which happens just before Thursday for us. <laughs> I am excited. Yes, Wednesday I is am. actually Odin's day. That's fucked up, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it makes you think. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, I. I am excited for Thor. Uh, for Thor. Um, Love and Thunder. I am really excited for. Just whatever they give me. Like I am, I am someone who loves these characters and loves this universe and loves the the comics and the, these movies. Right? I can, I as long as it's a decent movie, I can, I can absolutely take whatever you give me. I I have confidence in uh, Hemsworth as a leading man, Portman as a leading woman, uh, Taika as a director. And Marvel Studios is a, like a, an overall creative force to create content that I'm gonna like. So yeah. yes, I'm excited. And it, because it's my second favorite superhero of all time, it's gonna, uh, it's right, gonna yeah. help. What is your second favorite superhero of all time? Um, yeah, same, same sort of opinion. Um, like, I'm excited for the Black Panther two trailer. I felt like like if, if there was gonna be a trailer coming out for Black Panther two, it would have come out already, just because like. Well, There's a Marvel could... film out in theaters, right? Well, I Thor: Love and Thunder didn't come out till well after Doctor Strange was in theaters. True, you're right, and it, so, yeah, it's a very soon before the the movie actually comes out is that they release that teaser trailer. So Miss Marvel it doesn't finish till next week. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Do you think we'll see a Black Panther two trailer like in this month or next? In month? July, I think we'll see a teaser by the end of July. Yes. I, I hope so. I'm um, really happy for that as well. Because it comes out in November, June, July, August, September, October. July, August, September. <laughs> so we got about four to five months, depending on when. Like, yeah, five months, depending mm-hmm. on in when in November it comes out. Marvel has been, like, much closer with their advertising stuff for uh, their, their shows and their movies. And I think part That's, of it is, A, for some reason, yeah. there's a movie or a show almost every month. And then B is the, the VFX houses to uh, make stuff. You got, like, here's the thing. Yeah. They have done some She-Hulk teasers. So like yeah. small things since yeah. the trailer. And the CGI looks way better on She-Hulk. I think, I think part of what Marvel might actually be doing is like, well, we don't want to release a trailer with too much content in it. There, the CGI is not fully ready because they'll get blasted online for it. Clearly, with She-Hulk, that's what happens. We know, everyone said the CGI will be better by the time the show comes out. Why does Hulk look so good? Because they already had Hulk's model from Endgame. They don't need to make a new model for Hulk from Endgame. They've got it. 
So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if with Black Panther, they might still be waiting to make sure they've got everything. To a fucking CGI. Oh, yeah, Black I don't, Panther. You don't even know what the film could possibly be about. Honestly. Oh, we kind of do. Uh, well, I do, but. I mean, there's been there's been some leaks. Yeah, we don't been, know how true they unfortunately, are. Unfortunately, there's been some leaks. Yeah, the reason I'm so excited about it is because I saw some leaks today as well. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. If, the, if those leaks are to be believed, I'm quite I'm quite excited for. I'm really pumped. I'm pumped that they managed to keep that secret until now, basically. But yeah. I mean, I, I think we were gonna find out in the teaser. Yeah. I, and um, if merchandise is leaking now, I would be assuming that that means yeah, Marvel is gearing up. Yeah. To, yeah. All right. So I meant I mentioned Mighty Thor. Uh, who's played in this film by Natalie Portman. It's like, not exactly like a... All right, so Mighty Thor, you know, pe- some some people derogative to, derogatively or pejoratively call her Lady Thor, which is not her name. But like, it's an instance of kind of like gender swapping. I don't think Lady Thor is a bad thing, just so we're clear. I get why people call her that. Because it's Lady Sif. You know what I mean? Like, it's Lady Sif. Like, that's yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that people call yeah, Lady I, I know, Thor, but... like, that's fine. Yeah, but she doesn't like to be called that. It was like that the people who call her that in in the universe are doing it pejoratively. So um, yeah, so so that's sort of an instance of like a gender swapping character. If if you allow me that sort of like definition. Oh yeah, I would I would I would absolutely I would look at it like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a way, it's it's like it's a character of a different story, but it's I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's definitely you know she's definitely her own character at this point in time. So she stands on her own. Even she is the female Thor, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, so, what is the what, what, like? Yeah. So, yeah. I was gonna ask, like, what's your favorite instance of like a gender swapped character like that? Long uh... Oh yeah, that's a tough question. Uh, while Lady you think about Thor, that, I think is the, I, like the question should be other than Lady Thor because I'm pretty sure uh, mm-hmm. Mighty Thor is my favorite sort of uh, version of that uh, thing. So much so that it's, it's one of the few MCU figures I bought this year. Uh, that isn't a hot toy. Um, like, this is my this is my uh, Ravager Thor. This is my Lady Thor. Yeah, well, there we go. You're yeah. calling her Lady Thor now. Yeah, um, yeah Mighty <laughs> Thor. Mighty. This is our Mighty. This is my Mighty Thor. Uh, I picked her up because honestly, it's a better figure than the comic version they released. But then again, it's also a newer figure with more. Like it's a newer the face figure, scan so. technology is great. Look, looks like Natalie Portman's face. It's crazy. It's is that's blurry, but yeah, if you look it yeah. up, if you'll see it in store, uh, yeah, it's great. Um the i'd have to say maybe she hulk yeah that's good that's a good choice pretty like, hard again like you know it's like we know it's they're definitely their own characters but you know like from the onset it sounds like that <laughs> i guess well because like it's the question you you've, you've posed a question like can these characters send them like in, in our list oh, yeah that's things, the next question but yeah can can gender swapped heroes uh well the exact words you've got were can gender swapped heroes can stand on their <laughs> own and does uh sexism play a role in their creation i'm curious by that second part what you mean like can oh you, um, give me a bit so, of clarification on that? so there's a lot of like i don't know if, if you see some of the vitriol online when when characters like this like have their own sort of like comic or if they if they get their own adaptation of a tv show or movie people are always like why don't you just make you know an original character and don't have to like go off like jump on the bandwagon of an existing character of the coattails of an existing character make their own character so but like people aren't accepting of new characters especially like um it's hard for them to accept new characters that don't that don't have an attachment to like a previous legacy 
I like, think I have uh, told this story before, but I will tell the story real quick again. Um, I would see the argument. This was during like 2016, 2017, 2018, when Marvel was really doing like a few like all new, all legacy different. characters, right? Yeah. yeah, all new, all different. And I saw people saying online, why don't Marvel just make new characters? Because people will support them if they want to have more diversity. To which I thought, okay, cool. I'll test that theory. So I bought the first issue, first two issues of Mosaic. If you don't know who Mosaic is, he was an African, I'm pretty sure he was African-American, but he might, I might have actually, I might be wrong. I may have forgotten. He was an inhuman who got, he was a new character. He got his own comic. He was a minority, new character, new powers, new name, didn't sell at all. I was like the only person who bought his comic. I bought two issues and I was like, well, cool. Awesome. I'm the only person who bought them. Like Jesus Christ, like clearly, oh, if you make a new character, people will support it. No, that's why Marvel would not make new characters. You were just literally telling them with your wallet. There was the Nova series featuring um, Sam Alexander. Yeah. Who was the, uh, I believe he's Latino. He was a teenager, Hispanic teenager. Yeah, Hispanic teenager. Um, And his comic was selling quite well. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Then they did a story where it was a dual comic where it was he and Richard Ryder at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then that comic got cancelled. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means they brought back the OG Nova that everyone asked for. Yeah, oh, we'd yeah, read a Nova, and then yeah. less people bought it. Like that, and yeah. all that, all that you're telling Marvel and Disney is like, well, okay, cool. You know, these repackaged characters are the way to go. So you see some vitriol for these characters. You're wrong when you say that you would buy original characters because they're all over the place and they don't get fucking bought. All right. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for a new character to break into the market. Like, I think what people like Don and Cates or like Tom Taylor do is is cool because like they take stuff that already sells well, like for example, Venom or Suicide Squad, and then they introduce new characters in that. And then people like the new characters because they're introduced to them in uh, mediums that they already follow and stuff. So like they I think that's the way out. to go when you introduce they them. have absolutely figured it out. But yeah. yeah. Um do I think that these gender swap characters can stand on their own? Yes. Is, right. is the question. Yeah. I mean, She-Hulk, Spider-Woman, Spider-Girl, Batwoman, Batgirl, Supergirl, technically by example, uh, by that uh, ex- extent, uh, Power Girl, um, female Thor, is in, is in the MCU. Uh, Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Do I think these characters stand on their own? Absolutely. The Robin's been a girl, I think, twice. There's been two girl Robins, I think. One in yes, the Carrie Dark Kelly. Knight. And um, Stephanie Brown, yeah. Thank you. Yes, I think these characters can absolutely stand on their own. I think, yes, the response to them is often a weird perception because let me, I'm not sure if the perception, I would love to know what the reaction to She-Hulk or Batgirl or any of that was when they were made back when they were made back in like before the 2000s, like years ago. I would love to know what the overall reaction to them was because I want to know if the current political scene and the current political trends are informing people's dislike for things like Lady Thor. Or if it is something that's always been the case and people have always had a dislike for these characters, for, for this type of concept. Because really, what's the difference between the mighty Thor, Jane Foster, and fucking Supergirl? If anything, you know, Supergirl in a lot of ways, like, like in a lot of ways, was made just simply because it was a Supergirl. We now have a Supergirl. Jane Foster, Mighty Thor, they had a whole original character story 
and like five year yeah. plan that they followed through with with a cancer patient that they had planned like mm. one's far more derivative than the other one <laughs> yeah and uh, you're you're right like it's interesting you brought up batgirl and batwoman and all of that because like and then i guess that's sort of like what the second part of the question like figures in it's like it's not only the vitriol and the fact that like a lot of um comic book readers don't like pick up these new characters that are from like minority backgrounds and everything is also like the fact that w- upon creation like even characters like um she-hulk and stuff like that they're like all made to be sort of like to fit into these sorts of like sexist roles like batwoman was made to be like a love interest supergirl was made to fall in love with a horse <laughs> or whatever the fuck um she-hulk was like very very cheesecakey very like fan servicey like john byrne like drew her on purpose like that and everything like she would she would be aware of the fact that she's fan service as well because she can break her fourth wall. Uh, yeah, she'd, she'd, she'd talk about it. Fourth wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and they're, they're definitely different now. And I think, you know, like Mighty Thor having uh, a better story and a, a more fleshed out character is, is a result of like these attitudes being less brazen in terms of like the comic book industry, in terms of like the writers and creatives and all of that, you know? Um, I'm sure if like if Batgirl and Batwoman were created today, they wouldn't be as lame and sexist. <laughs> I wonder if the Batgirl and Batwoman were created today, would people actually respond to them negatively? I think they would. Because Most, like, yeah. think about this. Imagine the world where Batman has only ever been Batman. And the closest thing has ever been to a new Batman being Asriel or Dick Grayson. Yeah. Right. Like Asriel, the guy who kind of almost takes the mantle in the 90s. And Dick Grayson, the guy who was Batman for like three, four months before they rebooted mm-hmm. um like less than a year I think. Yeah. <laughs> um we live in a world where we have no batgirl or bat or batwoman and then suddenly it's 2015 and dc announces this all new batwoman um and she's 2011 maybe I don't yeah know. Or, or 2011 or so like, and they, they go all right we got batgirl who's jim gordon's daughter and you know she's a teenage superhero and then we got batwoman who's a lesbian how do you think people are going to respond to that creation in 2011 the same way they reacted to any of the other things that we we had from 2011 onwards they're going to react negatively generally speaking and now these characters are accepted and uh, to to an extent beloved i think batwoman less so now just because of what happened with cw um i think there's a bit of a stigma surrounding the character but then again you know no i I still i still think she's a beloved character oh beloved by probably fans who read comics mostly like people who don't read comics maybe might have some attachment to her appearance in the animated series batman the animated series she showed up for a movie mystery of the batwoman yeah a version of her there yeah yeah that that version of her is like more i think she actually has the secret identity of the the batwoman that debuted in her initial debut in like the 70s or whatever like it's not kate kane it's kathy kane in the film yeah so that's like that's the thing right like i i think people respond very negatively in the same way that people responded negatively to uh jane foster thor uh and even yes sam wilson captain america even though steve rogers is like one of six guys to hold the captain america mantle yeah, before he was now. like there's a the, captain america series where they go all over like captain freaking america. hell after steve rogers got frozen in ice they retconned it so that like they had it so that like there was like three other guys were captain america before he got taken out of the ice yeah and then they're all like, like undercover or secret or i don't know then there's the u.s agent yeah. he was captain america for a while like like 
and then but and there's a new series of them there's a new series with yeah. like multiple captain americas now yeah and i'm cool with that I, I think that works especially because the idea of captain america trying to be a symbol of something uh it it, it, it takes it away from being just a one superhero with just one name like there's an idea behind it yeah um but you know suddenly sam wilson who has been captain america's robin since the 80s i'm pretty sure maybe the 70s like it was captain america and falcon they were a team he was he was captain america's sidekick yeah very very um questionable costume and yes they're uh, very yeah very weird costume like very much like a black exploitation sort of thing going on but yeah but the idea he had always been Captain America's sidekick. So naturally, who is going to eventually become Captain America? Either Bucky, who gave it a go and let go of it after a while. Well, why not Sam, who has literally been by Cap's side for most of his superhero career? <laughs> but again, because it was a, a black man taking up the role of Captain America, people had a, a negative response to it. Which is it's cool that they that they let that influence the story as well. Uh, like not my Captain America stuff. Story. Like people having a negative reaction to a black Captain America is a part of the story. Yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting because hashtag not my Captain America was yeah. was literally the 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 name of the story. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So um, I loved that. Um, yeah, it's also like you're right. How come they only came up with this idea now? <laughs> like in our lifetimes, they came up with why not have Sam take up the mantle? I'm like what? Because because uh, they had Bucky take it over. And I think the main reason they had Bucky take it over is because one, at the time, like, Bucky's return was so big that yeah. like him now being able to take up the role of Captain America to make up for his time as the Winter Soldier, that's a nice story. That's far, that's a very nice story that within its own, you know, within itself is great. And that's why they had Bucky take it over. Uh, no one stays in the Marvel, especially no one like Steve Rogers stays dead in the Marvel Universe for too long. And eventually, Bucky was. He can't even stay old. old for that long. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, no one can. Magneto is not old. He yeah, should be. make him young and sexy again. Doctor Doom um, was, was sexy again for a while as well. Yeah, yeah he was. He was very charming for a while. Yeah. Um, so I think like it, it wasn't that it took them that long. It's that they, I just they just didn't want to move away from Steve Rogers as Captain America because Marvel has sometimes had trouble moving on with anything. Um has got to stay young. They, fucking, they, they wrote a shit story just to reboot Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they... And that's... I guess that's also part of the reason why I get so attached to, to the MCU on certain regards. Um, Sam Wilson is probably going to be Captain America. Period. Like, he will be Captain America until the MCU is over or the character dies. Yeah. Like that's or it. the actor wants to retire. Or, or actor wants to retire and they might do Bucky as Cap, right? That's something like that. But like Sam Wilson's Captain America now. We might get the um, the uh, his- Hispanic, I keep forgetting his name, Hispanic Falcon. He was in Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yes. That and he, he was Falcon when Torres. Was, yeah, Torres, when Sam Wilson was Captain America. We might see that. And he will probably be the Falcon for a very long time. You know, I uh, Kate Bishop will absolutely actually take over the role of Hawkeye eventually when uh, either Jeremy Renner or Clint Barton is no longer involved with the MCU, whichever mm-hmm. one happens first. And that's something about the MCU that I, I gotta appreciate because with comics, it's just gonna keep going on and on and on and on. And you until know, the heat death of the universe or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like until we- they make uh, until Disney somehow makes multiple stinkers that no one likes that who knows yeah uh the 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 well i mean if you ask some people that's already happened i just 
But you ask <laughs> some people, apparently, apparently Phase Four is like a mess and is bad, and nothing is, has been as good as anything from Phase Three. And I'm like, well, oh, what? I, I mean, like, it? we're at a point in time when the sharks are circling the water, and everyone would love to point to the well. What people are like very they have high higher standards and high expectations now because the mcu has been going on for so long it's also just a weird the thing like phase four like, like is is experimental everything is so different because they it want is. it to be and yeah. also because there's no reason for it to all funnel in i think we're going to see it funnel in soon like after fantastic four comes out i think they will have a much more focused kick division but they also the other thing and this is the thing like we do this with comics as well uh, I wasn't there collecting comics when the first Civil War uh, Civil War came out, uh, but if you ask anyone who was, it was a mess. No one knew it which comic went when. Yeah. It still is. Like it's so hard to figure out when, what happens, and why, and how, and like what part tie-ins do when and where every character and what's going mm-hmm. on and how. So it's all a mess. Um, I, MCU, I will go on and objectively say it's not a good story to me, <laughs> anyway. But yeah. Whatever. It's 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 not the best. Its legacy is more powerful than the story itself, I would say. Um, and what it, what the final acts of Civil War, I think, are far like the actual knock-on effect of the event are far more. Uh, and the Spider-Man tie-ins are amazing. Right? Yeah, I think I think the Spider-Man tie-ins and, and you know, all the stuff that we saw in Captain America: Civil War were the things that worked in the comic Civil War. I'm pretty pretty confident that that is. That's, yeah, it's definitely. That film is a much better version of some mm. In the same way um, that the TV show is a much better version of the comic, but yeah. The MCU is is in that same place. We say that it all connects and makes sense now. Fucking tell me, other than knowing that Thanos is eventually the main bad guy, how clued in we were to what Endgame was going to look like when you watched the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we like, didn't. We, we were just along for the ride, but now people, for some reason, people are nowhere near as willing to be along for the ride, despite the fact that I think by now Marvel should have gotten our faith in. Like, one division had a bit of a like. Uh, what its ending wasn't as good as its start, but you can't say it wasn't great. I get that not everyone's down for the politics in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but if you're upset that they had politics in a Captain America product, my friend, don't watch any Captain America. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily a lot of what people are like critiquing the shows about. I think. Look, Loki. I know that is, but fine. Like, Wonder Vision is oh, with, with Captain America, the uh, with Falcon, the Winter Soldier. Uh, it absolutely, is part of what they're critiquing. Um, not, I don't think that's even a good critique. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> a black black man struggles with the racist history of America is not a uh, a strikingly strong political opinion. I don't think. You know yeah, I, I mean? guess it depends on what I, I think there's there's things you can talk about that are strange about that show, but whatever. but also then again, sometimes that's the point. While the show with political talking points is to start a conversation. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Not every character uh, you don't have to you don't have to agree with every character you like. I think the punish is fucking cool. I also think he shouldn't be going around murdering people. <laughs> Me too. Which I think I don't is think a, any of these should be murdering people. I think it's a far more, but I, I don't. The Punisher's character is a murderer. That's yeah. what he does. That's the whole point of it. But he's, yeah, that does make I, him a hero. Though, yeah. I, I love him as a character. Yeah. I don't no, think I agree really with crazy. any of his points of view. Really, I don't know where he sits on the political spectrum. He was willing to join Hydra at one point. Yeah. 
uh, that that's something that, which I thought was way more interesting than 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 suddenly retconning it that he felt that he was tricked into it by Hydra. I thought it was far more compelling yeah. than someone like Frank Castle. It was during Secret Empire when he was like, "They said they can get me my family back." Whoa. And I think it was I think that's what it was. I think he said something along the lines of that, and he joined Hydra and was fighting Black Widow in like issue seven or something like that. Um, and then that's what led to the War Machine uh, Punisher stuff. That was the prerequisite to that series. So, yeah, I, I, I thought that was far more interesting. But also, I don't agree with joining Hydra. They're kind of horrible people. Yeah, they're literally Nazis, remember what they say. Um, the, depending on the sect, <laughs> I, I will say. If it's Red Skull, they're Nazis. If it's Baron Strucker, there's a good chance they're Nazis. If it's like Zemo, not as much. <laughs> Um, like it, I guess, again, I guess it, would, it would be like saying, like, <laughs> if you work for Hugo Boss, you're working for Nazis. I guess Hugo Boss did work with Nazis, but I don't know if they're Nazis. That's but, the thing, it's like yeah. it depends on the version of Hydra and who's in control. Like, there's a I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Was his name Gorgon? He was a he was a, like a, a samurai, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't think he's a Nazi. Uh, I, I don't know how much of a like there there have been hashtag not all Nazis there have been <laughs> hashtag not all Nazis um, no don't do not um, <laughs> do not hash do not start I do not want that to be the hashtag that we start after eighty something fucking episodes if that's the hashtag that catches on from our thing I I am I am nuking the channel yeah we, we're done Sam sorry yeah. you weren't here we ruined it all. Um, yeah, I, look, what I'm trying to say, <laughs> MCU's been great, and, like, you don't have to like every single thing. Yeah. Like, f- fun, funny thing. Like, I don't, I don't like Eternals, and I don't like parts of WandaVision. Don't, don't, I, I flipped on the, on the speech in Captain America, sorry, in Captain, I, on Falcon with the Soldier at the end. I don't like the speech anymore. Yeah. Uh, we've, 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 we've talked about this. That's, yeah, a, that's so, another discussion. I used to like this. I think when I watched it, I liked it. <laughs> I, I like this. I like this. I like the idea of the, although he's trying, the idea is trying to pass. Uh, and also for that specific circumstance, I get the speech makes sense for what he's, he's trying to get those people to understand. Sometimes a speech is meant for a specific type of person. Hashtag the flag, mas- the flag smashers were right. No. <laughs> if if anyone t- I had a friend who got really upset and they're like, they're terrorists. And I'm like, you yeah, they did acts of terrorism. Absolutely, you're right. They were wrong. That's not what Sam's saying. If you if you honestly the only thing you took from Sam's speech is that they're not terrorists, then you didn't listen to what he said at mm. all. <laughs> the mm. idea was that we shouldn't just label anything and everything willy-nilly and do that and ignore. What they're fighting for. What is actually, what's causing it? Yeah. As he said, and like, that's the main thing. What's the driving these people to such extremes? What, yeah, why are, they, why are they doing this? What is causing people to act this way? If we just label them as terrorists and go that they're the bad guys and sweep it under the rug, we're never going to solve the issue because it's just going to happen again. That was Sam's entire, that was the point he was making. Yeah. Um, and the fact that so many people took that as, but they're terrorists, it's like, and you've missed the point. <laughs> Why were they? And then you look at what the uh, the governments, world governments were doing and how they were displacing people and that they weren't handling the snap anywhere near as gracefully as they should have. Uh, you can see why people, because, you know, there were people living in certain homes for five fucking years. Why are they being expected to be shoved back to their home country? Yeah. 
borders didn't exist. Now they exist again. We didn't decide that. You guys decided that. We, we're the people. We don't want that. So my favorite gender swap characters are... <laughs> 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 my favorite gender swap characters are um, Bat- Bat- Batman from um, Earth 2, but it's also from Batman Catwoman, where <gasps> Bat- um, Bruce Wayne's daughter, Helena, takes up the mantle of Batman. She doesn't call herself uh, Batwoman. She calls herself Batman, which is cool because it's that's the name of the superhero that she's taking the mantle from. I suppose the other thing is that like Batman is almost like a short way of saying that human. Like when you say, you know, in the image of man, we're not saying in the image of a male. We're saying in the image of a human. So yeah, and then yeah, that that's that's true. I think it's like is that, and it's also like Batwoman is a different superhero. She can't take up the mantle of someone else. She's taking up the mantle of her dad. Exactly. That's Batman. Take so she's Batman. Batman. <laughs> so yeah, I think I, I think sometimes we get way too lost on semantics and forget yeah. other semantics <laughs> in the process. Oh uh, yeah. But like for some reason, even though what I said is true, in this issue, they someone called a Batwoman, which is weird. <laughs> because like up until now they called her Batman. And then um I also like there's a new comic that came out a few months ago called Teen Justice. It takes place on an earth called Earth Eleven, where all the superheroes are gender swapped. So instead of like um, Don, Donna Troy, it's Donald Troy. Isn't and there, Raven's and then, isn't huh? the, is this got anything to do with the, because there's another earth where they're all gender swapped and that's where the drowned comes from. Yes, you're right. Uh, so that's earth negative 11. Oh, there we go. I thought, yeah, because yeah, it's the negative universe. Yep, there we go. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So this See, is the positive. I know some of my DC stuff. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you're good. You remembered. <laughs> I totally forgot about that 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 detail until now. Yeah, so that's like uh, as a gender swap Batman. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, in Gotham, Bruce Wayne, which sank and became that universe's evil Aquaman essentially. But it's yeah, a female she was in love Bruce Wayne with someone. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. There's yeah. there's a lot of details in it. Long story short, it's Bruce Wayne as a girl as Aquaman. Bryce Wayne. Yeah, Bryce Wayne. I think that is right. Uh, yeah. So like. All the superheroes are gender swap, but like it's not focusing on them, it's focusing on the on the teen team, the young justice team who call themselves teen justice. And then you have like Laurel Kent, which is super superwoman's daughter, and um Talia Kane, which is Batwoman's daughter. You got Aqua Woman's daughter, you got Donald Troy, and you got Jess Chambers, which is the the niece, sorry, the relative, because uh, sorry, um let me, yeah, Jess Chambers is non-binary. So the relative of um, the uh, that version's, of that world's version of The Flash. So like, so far, because I just read it today, just now before the podcast. I really like it. I think I'll, I'll read more of it. <laughs> yeah, fair, cool. Uh, it's, it's yeah, I, I thought it was an interesting you. world. <laughs> and the designs are cool. Yeah. I mean, it, how do I put this? It's funny the things that can absolutely change with a gender swap. Because let me put it like this. Yeah. That woman's like that woman's daughter right so bruce female bruce wayne has a daughter yes there's a nine month period where batman is pregnant <laughs> yeah like that that changes so much <laughs> like that does actually change a few things the actual gender doesn't change but the fact that at one point in time she was pregnant yeah we've that's like, what, what what happened did she fight for justice for five months and then take a four month sabbatical like what happened in, in batman catwoman when catwoman gets pregnant she's still catwoman like with like a full belly it's pretty interesting it's, yeah. <laughs> that is the most um 
Selena Kyle has like two modes, and one of them is highly irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like she is constantly jump. Like she has never been. I wouldn't trust her, and not even because she's a thief. And I that's why her, that's why the fact that Batman decisions. is in love with her is so interesting. But yeah, mm, exactly. That's and there's the dynamic of uh, Batman and Catwoman. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. Complete polar opposites. Opposites attract. <laughs> opposites Magnets. Attract. How do they work? <laughs> So I, I think we've reached the end of our podcast. I, what, are you sure you don't want to do that thing where we do every time and piss uh, Sam off by doing like a 12-hour podcast? Yeah, I, I think I'll, I won't piss him off this time. I'm really excited for Thor. Uh, the next oh, time absolutely. we'll be watching it. Yeah. Um, by the I, time everyone listens to this, it'll be out. By the time everyone listens to this, I would have hopefully done... I don't know if I will. I'm possibly going to do a vlog day and like go around to a bunch of shops and do another vlog day yeah. like I did with multiverse uh sam won't be there i might see if another friend's willing to tag along i want to come stores if, if i'm free i'll come okay we'll talk yeah um and then uh you know we'll obviously talk about thor on the channel next comic thoughts at the very least yeah some some thor they're gonna be playing more transformers as well yes i gotta so i have just done episode five um, last week, uh, I gotta actually record more now. So I'm actually gonna sit down and play the next couple of missions and make the next few episodes. I don't know how long that game is, but it's been five episodes and I've only gotten through one mission. So we'll see. It was the tutorial mission, so it could have it could be much shorter moving forward. But I have I have no idea uh, how much longer it's gonna be. But yeah, Transformers Devastation. Uh, just episode five, Drill Daddy Devastator. Um, did you finish uh, Fallen Order? You did, right? I haven't finished. No, I'm partway through it. Yeah. I mean, let me put it like this. I have bought the Dathomir Knight Brother. I actually haven't gotten to Dathomir yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking love uh, the Zabrak. I think they have such a cool design. And I love the Dathomir Zabrak with their tattoos and their inherent connection to the dark side. There's something really cool about that. I also I like, like how they uh, reference Darth Maul with his yeah. bow because he's got the, the red the two red parts and the silver part in the middle for the bowstring. The double lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, reference to the double lightsaber. Uh, I like Sarge Ventress. I, I, I heard you did. Uh, I can't... <laughs> I, I'm going to tell it like this. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> I like I, uh, I like the Night Sister character in Hall and Order as well. I think she's the same sort of species. I don't know. Um, uh, the Knights, oh, If it's a Night Sister, same species. Yeah. Yeah, I like, absolutely. Um, I like Republic Commandos for sure. Uh, and Republic I like Watch. Republic Commandos are the reason I got I started looking back into some Star Wars stuff uh, because they. Oh, uh, I like the idea of the Bad Batch. I don't like the Bad Batch. Why don't you like the Bad Batch? I just I'm not entertained. It's like it's not a good show to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're fucking wrong. I guess so. I don't know what what people see in it. You're you're wrong. I've got yeah. I've literally got the whole Bad Batch right here. <laughs> um, I enjoyed Kenobi way more than Bad Batch. Like Bad Batch, this I, is, this is... I literally had to stop watching not because. Who's this, like, Ashraf? Which character is this? I don't fucking know. Um, which which one is this? Compare the look at the. Don't, look don't at know. <laughs> Crusher? I don't know. Ricky. 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 Isn't that isn't that his name? That's what that's what he keeps being called. Ricky. Yeah, with, with the with the clone accent from a young girl. The New Zealand accent. It's not oh, really the American New Zealand, New Zealand accent. It's 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 more Australian than New Zealand. D. Bradley yeah. Baker's attempt at. Um, Tamora oh, Morrison's voice. I don't mind that it's not a, a, a real I love the accent. I love the fact that all the voices are different. Well, most I, of them. 
I like because it's like they're not Australian, they're not New Zealand. So like it's fine that their accent is different. And they're different, like <laughs> they're different live action and different in cartoons. Like uh, yeah, but that's just gonna happen. Like they should have a clone that is voiced by Dee Bradley Baker in a live action capacity. Just for fun. Yeah, I could I could see them doing something like that. Uh I mean I wouldn't mind them doing... fucking weird if Matt Lanter is. I wouldn't mind them doing a series following that. Uh, I actually thought about this. I'm like the the war veteran clone from episode two of Kenobi. Yeah. The I wouldn't mind seeing a series following like a like an old rundown clone in that such a situation. That'd be cool. I guess that's what um, Clone Wars, Rebels, and Bad Batch when they feature that old dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like maybe I, I'm saying like Rex a- or that clone who had a family. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, I don't know. I like him. That clone fucked a Twilight or something. Yes. Yeah, well, I can't blame him. <laughs> no one would. Yeah, all right. So on that note, that's it. <laughs> okay, so yes, uh, as we all know, Ashraf is wrong about many things. We comic fans aren't all racist. The The Bad uh, Batch I like, is I like, actually... Uh, snake eyes. Uh, the Bad Batch is actually a good series. Uh, go watch it. Season 2. I wish out. I liked it. Uh, season two comes out later this um, later this year in uh, September. So season two is coming out. Cody's in season two. Commander Cody. Will be evil. That's fucking. Oh, and I can't remember his name, but I I, I watched the Bad Batch and I watched the season two trailer. And my fucking uh, what's his name? He's the he's the he's the young Wookie Jedi from Clone Wars. He's back. My fucking Wookie brand is back. Let's go. Lofun. Lofun. <laughs> it's not Plocoon. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, all right. You people have been beautiful. Thank Pop you for through all of that. I am going to uh, watch more Rebels because it's a fucking great show. Uh, they should have the, the helicopter lightsabers in live action. They do. No, I mean, like, to do the thing, they to fly. Oh. Yeah. Well, they didn't do that. No, did yeah, they, they didn't do that. I was disappointed they didn't do that in Kenobi. They That's almost did. Darth Vader it. slowed it down. Darth Vader did slow it down. Yeah. All right. Good night, everyone. Nighty night. <laughs>